Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Amen. But this morning is a good day. Amen. It's a good day. It's a very, very good day. We are just about um, two days, if you count today, three days to the new year, the year 2020. Amen. And I believe in my heart that if there's one thing that we all need for 2020, it's not money. Amen. It's not money. It's not about anything material. Because those things are things that are trivial in the sight of God. What we need most is life and the strength of life. Amen. And so my, my heart goes to receiving strength for the journey of 2020. 2020 also happens to be the beginning of a new decade. Amen. The last 10 years of your life is gone. And as I said to you a few weeks back, your, where we stand today is very critical because if you are 40, by the time this decade is over, you are 50. If you are 50, you are 60. If you are 60, you are 70. So, and it goes on and on. If you are 14 and you think you are so, your child, 10 years and you are 24. So, there is going to be a great progression in everyone's life. Amen. And it calls for wisdom. Amen. It calls for wisdom. Paul said, when I was a child, I behaved like a child. But when I grew up, I threw away childish things. Amen. So every age has what is necessary and what is needful and how we ought to act and how we ought to think and how we ought to live and how we ought to speak. Every age comes with its own needs and necessities. You see, if at a certain age you are doing things you used to do at a certain age, people look at you and you, you, are just, you just look ridiculous. A child of two can lie on the floor and kick his legs and scream and we say, oh, how cute. He's having a temper tantrum. But when you are 14 and you lie down on the floor and you kick your legs and you scream because mommy wouldn't give you some, that, that is serious. It calls for some attention. I mean, critical attention. Could medical or um, a road, something. It calls for something. You know, in the same way when you are 20 or 30 and you are still behaving like a teenager, then there's a problem. So I believe that we, we must take a lot of things into consideration at the place at which we stand. We must take a lot of things into consideration in order that we will make the right decisions for the next decade, the next 10 years of our lives. But this one, I'm ministering a word I've titled Strength for the Journey. Life is a journey, strength for the journey. Life is a journey. And everyone is on his or her journey. My journey is different from your journey. Your journey is different from my journey. So I can't walk or go along my journey looking at how you are going along your journey. It doesn't make sense. If I'm going to Keta and you are going to Wale Wale and I'm following you that I'm going to Keta, whilst I really want to get to Wale Wale, Hello. Yes. 
So life is a journey. And I believe that every year counts for something. So 2020 is a new year. It's a year in your journey of life. And the year itself is a journey. We are moving along, amen, month to month, week to week, day to day, hour by hour. And if there's anything that we need, I said it's life and the strength of life. We need strength in our lives, strength in our inner man. And when I talk about strength, I'm not talking about brute strength as in physical strength. I saw something which I found funny, I said I'll share with you. I saw a, um, it's a video or something, and this very huge boxer, lady boxer, huge. I mean, she stood there six something, and she was muscled, and she was having, they were having a bout. Her opponent was this short, stocky um, boxer, lady boxer also. So as they were boxing, and I was watching, I said, no. In my little knowledge of boxing, she has height advantage, and also the reach of her arm is also longer. So this is a very imbalanced kind of fight. So I was worried for the little one, or the short one. So on and on, boom, 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 they were going on. And whenever the, the tall one went like this, she would land on the, the short one's face. You know, so the short one kept on trying to hold back, and I was wondering, how would this end? Because the short one can't even get to her face before she clamps her like that. So they were going on and on and on. Suddenly, I don't know what happened. The short one waited, then uppercut, boom, TKO, technical knockout. The tall one went, I mean, she went down like, I don't know, as if she had had an electric shock, boom, 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 boom. She fell, and they were trying to revive her, and she wasn't being revived. And I said, oh, no, I hope she hasn't killed her. But you see, that was brute strength. There are certain things and certain times in your life where you can get by with brute strength. There are certain times in your life where you can get by with even your mental strength. But there are certain times where all these will fail. But if there's one thing that doesn't fail, that's the strength of your spirit. Amen. The strength of your spirit. Bible says a man's spirit will sustain him in times of adversity. It is the strength of your spirit that determines the strength of your mind the strength of your body, the strength of your life. Amen. And the strength of your spirit by itself is weak. But when the strength of your spirit is infused with the strength of God, then you are strong. Then you are strong. And you have the ability to face every challenge along the journey of 2020. You have the ability to face every storm and come out of it in 2020. You have the ability to ride, you know, faster, do great exploits in 2020. It all comes from the strength of your spirit. Now, reading from the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, the verse 1 to 8, the Bible says, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with a sword. Then Jezebel sent a message to Elijah, saying, so let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not your life as one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and he left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree. 
and he requested for himself that he might die. And said, it is enough now, O Lord. This was his prayer to God. He said, God, I've had enough. It is enough. Take away my life. I want to die. For I'm not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under the juniper tree, behold, an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baked in the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And then the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat 40 days and 40 nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. Amen. Now, Elijah the prophet, or Elijah the Tishbite, that's how he was introduced. There's no um, account of his genealogy, where he came from, just Elijah the Tishbite. But this man was so filled with passion and zeal for righteousness in Israel, and the anointing upon him was to set things straight because Israel at that time had gone into idol worship through the influence of Ahab, king, the king, Ahab and his wife Jezebel. They had, you know, raised up you know, groves and shrines to the Baal, the, to Baal, who was a, like an idol. And so the true worship of God had become compromised. But Elijah came on the scene to set the record straight as to who is God. So he called for a contest on Mount Carmel. And in this contest, there were 400 prophets of Baal and 50 prophets of the grove, or grove, yeah. And he said that they are going to call down fire. And the God that answers by fire should be God. So they built altars, and he said they should go first. So these 450 prophets of Baal and the groove build their altar and start calling upon Baal from morning to night. And they became so frenzied up that they even cut themselves, you know, pouring blood, doing blood sacrifice so that Baal would answer them. Silence. And after they had done, he said, are you done? He said, we are done. He said, okay. So he also built his altar and said they should bring barrels of water. He soaked the altar wooden altar with water and then after that he called upon the name of the Lord and God immediately sent fire from heaven and the fire consumed everything on the altar even the stones were consumed and when that happened to, to, to the amazement of all for this, everybody said the Lord he is God the Lord he is God I have prayed for you beloved that in 2020, so may people see you. So may it come to pass in your life that undeniably, the things that will happen in your life, people will acknowledge, say, this is God. And that your God, he is God. Or if there are people like that, whose God is God? Clap your hands and give God some praise. So the Lord, he is God. And after that, Elijah slew. He killed all these 450 um, false prophets. What, can you imagine how bloody a scene that would have been? Very bloody scene on the mountain. And after he had finished killing them, we, you would think that th this man would be you know, in a state of euphoria. You know, powerful man of God. 
But then when Ahab the king went to tell his wife Jezebel that this is what Elijah had done. He said, Elijah, you wait. So she sent him a message. Just a message. She even said soldiers. Just a message. The power of words. That you wait. What I'm going to do to you to be worse than what you've done to my prophets. And this alone was enough to send Elijah on, 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 on a, a journey of depression. He became depressed, ran for his life, you know, and he, he, was, he was so afraid and he desired that he might die. He said, God killed me. It is enough. I've had enough. And I believe that maybe it was an accumulation of things that had happened over time, even before the contest. Because it's very difficult in life when it seems you stand alone in your belief or in something. When people don't believe in what you believe in, even though you know it's right. It's very difficult when maybe you are even in you know, a, a, a relationship and it's like you are in it alone. Or you are in a family, it's like you are standing alone. It's very difficult. You know, because no matter how independent we are, we always need the support of one another. So Elijah, I believe, had been through a lot and he was just tired. He said, take away my life. But then God sent him strength. He sent his angel to find him and gave him food to eat. And I believe that food was not just physical food, but it was the power to strengthen him. Amen. Amen. And, and the angel said to him the second time that, eat, right, arise, eat and drink, because the journey is too great for you. This is the part that gets my spirit. He didn't say the journey is long. That is a long journey. He said the journey is too great for you. Beloved, sometimes our journeys seem to be too great for us. It's too much. That's what you say. It's like, it's like, how can you bear it? How can you bear this or that or that? It seems too great. But Bible says he, when he ate of the food that God had given him, he went in the strength of that meal for 40 days and for 40 nights. Amen. Amen. You see, God has the power to strengthen us. That even in the lowest times of our lives, his strength overcomes our weakness. Praise the Lord. Amen. And no matter what the situation is or will be, because I'm speaking prophetically into 2020, no matter what will come in 2020, there's that strength of God that will enable you to rise above every storm. There's that strength of God that will give you knowledge, that will give you wisdom, that will give you ability, that will sustain you. In the midst of it all, there is a strength of God. And that is the strength I pray you receive this morning. Amen. We have three days or three nights of, of, of delivery of God's heart and God's mind to you. And I come this morning to release upon your spirit the strength of God. That in 2020, nothing will be too much for you. Nothing will be too difficult for you. Nothing will be too hard for you. You will survive. You will overcome. You will persevere. You will come through. And you will come through strong. Even as you have done in this year. Somebody put your hands together and receive it and give the Lord a praise. You will come through strong. Amen. You will come through very, very strong. You will not give up in 2020. Whatever dreams, whatever vision you have whatever you have thought about for 2020, as we begin the year, there's a strength of God that is coming upon you, giving you, you know, some kind of impetus to move strong, like a, a plane about to take off, takes off with strength. 
And I pray that you receive that strength this morning. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. God will never bring you to a place where his grace will not help you. No. And so this is my faith. that If God has taken us through 2019 into 2020, it's grace. Amen. And he's done that for a purpose. And so he will help us in everything that is to come in 2020. One day King Hezekiah prayed a prayer. No, if I sent a message to Isaiah that Isaiah should bring help because Rabshaki was, another king was attacking them and issuing words. And he said, that, listen, this is the day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy. He said, for the children have come to the birth and there's no strength to bring forth. You know, like a, a, a woman in labor who's in labor, but there's no strength to push forth that which she's carrying. He said, it's a day of trouble. And that is trouble. When you carry vision, when you have a plan, when you carry purpose within you and you want to bring it out and you can't bring it forth. I believe many of us started 2019 with vision, great vision, great plans, the things we will achieve by the end of 2019. Some were possible. You birthed some. You are still pregnant with some. But I prophesy into your life that there will not be this day of trouble that Hezekiah was talking about. No, no. You will not come to birth and there will be no strength to push. Because God will give you the strength to birth to bring forth every vision of your heart, to bring forth every desire, every godly desire of your life. Whatever is the purpose of God concerning your life, which he has given you revelation about, you will bring it forth in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be stagnant. You will not be stuck in it. You are moving forward with it. Give the Lord a praise offering by giving a shout unto the Lord. The strength of God gives us the ability to fight. Amen. The strength of God will give you the ability to fight. And you say, and in life, you, you must have that strength to be able to fight. I'm not, going, I'm, I'm not saying go and do fist, fist fights around. I'm talking about fighting for your life. Fighting for your family. Fighting for your vision. Fighting for what you believe in. Fighting for your purpose. You must have a strength to fight in life. Because life is not easy. Life just doesn't happen. Life just doesn't happen. And when I talk about life, I'm not talking about existence. As for existence, you can exist. But when you're talking about purposeful life, a life that brings meaning, a life that has worth, where your life counts for something, it, it, it's a fight. Have you ever seen anybody, you know, behaving foolishly and you see the support they get. Have you ever seen it? Like sometimes by the roadside, somebody has gotten up one hot afternoon and is going, hey, hey, and people are, hey, hey, hey. They're jamming and they're, they're jumping and the person is just all over the place, drunk. Support. But when you want to do the right thing, it's so difficult. You often don't get support when you want to do the right thing. Right? That's what makes life difficult. But then we, we must have the strength within us to fight. Whether you have support or you don't have support. Human support or whether you stand alone. If you stand alone, know that God is still with you. If you hold on to God. So don't worry about it. Somebody say, oh, I have no one. You do have somebody. You have God. So let your heart and your life be strengthened. And keep hope alive. 
Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you don't have any hope, like Elijah, he said, I just want to die. I'm tired. He had lost all hope. So he, his heart was sick. But he said, but when we have hope, when we you know, have even a glimmer of desire to, to live, to do something, to bring something forth, he said, it's like a tree of life. You know how trees are strongly rooted? So it becomes strongly rooted. And so in the year 2020, as we go into this year 2020, do not cast away your confidence. Don't cast away hope. But rather receive strength within your inner man. Amen. Amen. Receive strength in your inner man because God is and he still is on the throne. And he hasn't forgotten you. Amen. No matter what the devil will say, no matter what your body is saying, no matter what circumstances around you are saying, God is still very much aware of you, very much in control of your life, and he still has a good plan. And that plan is in motion. It has not stopped. Oh, I, I don't think I have a believing people in the start this morning. Amen. It is your faith in God that will keep you and that will strengthen you. The psalmist says that my heart and my flesh may fail, but God is the strength of my life and my portion forever. He said, my flesh fails. Maybe you, you are sick. Maybe the, 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 the doctor has have, have given you a diagnosis and you are sick. Maybe they've even told you you have a terminal disease. Well, that's what they say. But is that what God is saying? The end of the matter lies with God. He says that my flesh may, may, may fail and my heart is going faint within me. Faint for fear and anxiety. But he said, but nevertheless, God is the strength of my life and my portion forever. I pray this morning that you will grasp this truth within you, that circumstances do not make you. It is God who makes your life. Put your hands together this morning. Our strength doesn't come from ourselves. Our strength comes from the Lord and from the anointing, the enabling power of God. You know, when the anointing of God comes upon you, you become a different person. Because it is like you've been lit up with a fire. Sometimes after a, a time of ministration, I find that I'm very hyper. Very, very hyper. Can't go down. Why? Because you've been infused with an anointing and it's not, you've not depleted it. It's still working inside. That is how the enabling power of God works within us. So that the things that you can't do by yourself, you, you, you get the ability to do. Amen. The things that you couldn't imagine doing, you'll be able to do. Now, the year 2020, for me, this is how I feel about it. I feel that 2020 is like a year of jubilee. You see, the, 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 the math of the calculation of jubilee may not add up to it, but I believe, this is the feeling I have about it, and I believe that it, it is a spiritual thing, that it's a year of jubilee. Amen. Amen. It's a year of liberty. And so for the Lord's Garden Ministry, 2020 is our year of liberation. I say our year of liberation. Oh, you, oh. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, Jesus said that he had come to proclaim liberty. The acceptable year of the Lord. The year of God's favor. 
because that's what the, the year of Jubilee is. It's a year of God's favor. It's a year where you, you, you cease from labor. Amen. You know, you can work, but, but your work shouldn't be in labor. It shouldn't be struggle. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a year where debts are canceled. I always say if you owed somebody and you were able to dodge the person till the time they, they blow the trumpet of Jubilee, you, you are free. It's a year where slaves are liberated to go back home to their masters. It, it, it's a year of joy. And the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 61 said of the anointing of the Christ that when he comes, he's bringing in the Jubilee. Not just a year of Jubilee, but a perpetual Jubilee. Amen. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering. That's why when Jesus went into the synagogue at the and they gave him, you know, the Torah to read, he read from Isaiah 61. Amen. That's Luke 4, 18. He said that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. You see, and the anointing of the Christ brings comfort to all those who mourn. So he brings comfort to everyone that is mourning in Zion. If maybe you are in a state of mourning, I know this year some have lost dear ones, some have lost parents, you know, siblings, every, so many things have happened. Maybe it's not even a loss of a person, but it's a loss of something in your life. Listen, he says that he brings comfort in the place of mourning. And the comfort of the Lord will strengthen you to live again. Sometimes things happen if you feel like, I can't live again like a life, I want to die. No, no, no. You are not permitted to die. We, we refuse you entry into death. You can't die. You are not allowed. Amen. I, I, I said this word that nobody's allowed. You are not allowed to die. No, you are forbidden. But whatever we forbid here on earth is forbidden in heaven. Whatever we allow is allowed. And so this morning I stand here as your pastor and I forbid all of you. All of you. And those watching online. Those who will be watching on television tomorrow. I forbid all of you from dying, from giving up. You are forbidden. It will not happen. It cannot happen. Because God is the strength of your life and your portion forever. His strength will quicken you. His strength will give life to your mortal bodies. His spirit in you will revive you. When you are weak, you will become strong. In the midst of sickness and affliction, that strength will bring healing to you. Are you understanding me, somebody? Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. And tell your neighbor, you are not permitted to die. Not permitted to give up. In Jesus' name. Amen. He said to appoint them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty in the place of ashes. You know, ashes are an end thing. When you burn something and it becomes ash, what is it used for? Just throw it away. But he says that in the, the place where it's like our lives have become like ashes, he can take the ash and use it for a thing of beauty. Your, your, your ashes will be turned into beauty. Amen. It's the anointing that does that. He said the anointing gives the oil of joy in the place of the spirit of mourning. So it's of mourning, you will have joy. Amen. And the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I pray over your life that in 2020, you will not carry the spirit of heaviness. No, no, no. You won't carry the spirit of heaven because see, no matter what is happening in your life, it is not the end. I used to often say, after all, what? And th that consoled me. Because sometimes I'm going for dialysis in the morning, and as I'm going, the devil said, I said, after all, what? And today, then it just shuts up in my brain. 
You understand? Because the enemy will always want to put you down, discourage you, depress you. But you need to rise above that by the power of God, by the strength of God. I, I pray to God that I am raising overcomers in this house. Ah! That, that's raising overcomers. You must be an overcomer. You must overcome every challenge. You know, and people who want to gossip, don't wait for them to gossip. Tell them. People want to gossip that this and that. Oh, tell them. For those of you who are not aware, I had a kidney transplant. Oh, praise God. September is a year. I'm, I'm going to my second year. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody you can live again. Tell somebody you will live and not die. To declare the good works of the Lord. Somebody receive strength in your spirit this morning. Oh, give the Lord a praise offering. He will give you the garment of praise in the spirit of heaven. It's not the spirit of heaviness. We will not allow heaviness to bog us down. No. We receive the strength of God. And one step at a time. One day at a time. We are moving on. We are trudging on. I tell myself that when I can't walk, I will crawl. When I can't crawl, I will slither like a snake. <laughs> but I'll move. You have to move. You don't have to, you know, sit down and wallow in self-pity. That is not the spirit of God. The spirit of God is the spirit of strength. And he's the spirit of power. And a spirit of love. And a spirit of a sound mind. Can some people in this house this morning receive the spirit of strength? Will some people receive the spirit of strength? Overcoming power. I'm talking about it. The strength of our God. El Gibor himself. The strongest of the strong ones. There's nothing stronger than him. No one stronger than him. There's nothing that he cannot do. He's God of all. And God of everything. And God above everything. And he is in you. Oh, somebody give the Lord a mighty clap offering. We are moving into 2020 in the strength of God. We are not entering into 2020 weak like some weak, tired, crestfallen people. We don't know those people. We don't know weak people. We don't know any tired, no, 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 no. We are moving into 2020 in the strength and the power of our God. We are moving with courage. We are moving with strength. We are moving with great hope, great faith and expectation. Because 2020 is a year of liberation. We will not be bound. Our lives will not be bound. Our children will not be bound. We declare liberty. We declare freedom. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, somebody shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah. His name is El Gibo. The strongest of the strong ones. Somebody say, who can God? Who can God? I bet you Literal English. No one. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Give the Lord a clap. And you can add a shout and a holler to it. Amen. This morning we ascribe unto God's strength. Amen. The excellency of our God is found in his strength. Amen. And his strength reaches onto the heavens. Amen. And his strength is for us. Amen. And he gives us strength when we have no strength. He, he takes our weakness and gives us strength in return. Amen. And so God wants you to have strength and receive strength. Don't allow the enemy to decide for you. 
to deceive you. No, 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 no. Listen, there's a scripture that encourages me every time in Isaiah chapter 30. He said, for thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and in rest shall ye be saved. And there's a, there's a part I love. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. That's a part I love. He said, in quietness and in confidence. Or say, wakomu ye, eni jidiemu, na obenye wa You understand? In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. But he said, but you would not. But he said, no, 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 no. We will flee upon horses. Therefore, you shall flee. We will ride upon the swift. Therefore, shall they pursue, therefore, shall they that pursue be swift. So he said that his people should rest in quietness, be still and know that I am God. And in confidence in him. But we don't want to. We rather say that we want to ride fast on horses. Take our own strength. That's what it's saying. That instead of resting and being still in the Lord and being confident in him, taking our confidence in him, we say, no, no, no. We would rather ride on horses. It's okay. Then ride. And you flee. Because how far can you run from life's problems? How far can you run from the, 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 the pursuit of the adversary? How far can you run? And he said that, he said, no, no, no. We, 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 we will we'll be strong in ourselves. We will ride upon the swift. He said, okay, go ahead. But those who pursue shall be swifter. So that means that God is saying that stop putting your confidence and your trust in other things. To strengthen you, but rather unto Him. Say, so be confident in the Lord. Your strength is not in yourself, or should not be in yourself. Your strength should not be in what you have, or what you don't have. I like the second part: what you don't have, because a lot of people look at what they don't have, and they are weak. So you know, because I this and that, I don't have this and that, and so I can't. You are looking at what you don't have, and you are being weakened by it. But who says that God needs you to have anything in order to do anything? God doesn't need your help. In fact, God doesn't need your help at all. At all. He asked Moses, what do you have in your hand? He said, a rod. What can a rod do before a big sea? God said, lift it up. He said, lift up your rod. He lifted it up. And the rod of Moses became the rod of God. Parted the Red Sea. Maybe today you hold just a, a little stick in your hand and you think it's nothing. It is big. In the hand of God, it is great. He said, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. I pray for you that in 2020, your heart will be still in the Lord. You'll be confident in God. Not confident in yourself. Not confident in other people. Not confident in what you have. Not confident in what you don't have. Not confident in what you know or what you don't even know. Because there are times you go somewhere and you don't know. But they ask you a question. You open your mouth and before you know it, you are speaking. In your heart, you think you are speaking holy ground. So you are speaking la. But then, by the time you finish, you say, wow. And you wonder, what did I say? Because he gives you wisdom. He said he will give you the tongue of the learned to speak a word in season to the soul that is weary. Amen. And that is the strength of God. In quietness and in confidence in God, we shall receive strength. 
And that is how we are going in 2020. In quietness before the Lord, yet in great confidence in the Lord. We will wait upon the strength of God because he alone is our defense. Amen. And so this morning, I want to close up my message. And I just want to say that, you know, if you look at the gallery of people of faith in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, men and women who did mighty things, great things, and their names are all there. That's why I call it a gallery, like a picture gallery. Okay? But they all had one thing in common. They had a strong faith in God. And that is where they, they, their strength came from. So your strength comes from how much you believe God and his word. How much you trust him. That is where your strength comes from. Because if your, your, your faith or your belief is, you know, half-hearted, in time of adversity, if he says, sit down, I am coming. You look and you look at the lions coming. Look at the cheetahs, you know, as one policeman said uh, the other day on one of these scripts, say, they were paramburated. The, 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 the <laughs> cheetahs and lions paramburating around you. You get up and run. For those of you who don't know me, I like, I, I, I like humor. I, I, I like to laugh. So you, you get up and run. But God says, sit and wait. But your faith will give you the strength to sit. And they will come around you, but they cannot devour you. Your faith will give you the strength to sit down. When God says sit down. And in the midst of danger, you still sit. And they can't touch you. Because you're not sitting in your own accord. You are sitting because God has given you a commandment to sit. And he that watches over you, he that watches over Israel, Bible says he does not sleep nor slumber. What he has said he will honor it. Yeah. Amen. So this gallery of faith are men and women who did great things because they believe God. But this, this morning, I just want to zoom in, zone into um, Hebrews 11, chapter, the verse 32 and 34. Okay. So, and what more shall I say? He was talking about the different differences. Now, what, what else can I say? For time will fail me to talk about Gideon and of Barak and Samson and of Jephthah and of David and Samuel and of all the prophets who through faith, look at that. He said, who through faith subdued kingdoms. They were able to subdue kingdoms. Did he say through their strength, through their, sword? He said, through their faith in God, they were able to subdue kingdoms. And I prophesy into your life that in 2020, through faith, you will subdue everything that needs to be subdued in your life. In the name of Jesus. He said that, and they wrought righteousness. They did that which was right in the sight of God through faith. You know, when we talk about living a holy life, people who don't have faith in God can't live a holy life because you don't believe God. God don't believe God, you don't believe his word. And when you don't believe God, you don't fear him. So you live and do anything. But people who really have faith and believe God and believe God's word are people who want to walk on the straight and the narrow. And he said that they wrought righteousness and they obtained promises and they stopped the mouth of lions. Lions could not devour them. Why? Because of their faith. And they said they quenched the violence of fire. They went through fire, but they quenched the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They walked through fire, 
And because of faith in God, the, the, the fiery furnace was like an air-conditioned room. In fact, they were dancing. Amen? They were dancing. God was in the fire with them. The king said, ah, didn't we throw in three men? But as I look, I'm looking, I see a fourth man. And, and his image is like the son of God. Oh, Jesus was there in the fiery furnace with them. And so shall he be with you in any fiery furnace of 2020. Until the son of God is with you and shall be with you. Hallelujah. He said, and they escaped the edge of the sword. But the part I love, for which we am reading the scripture, is out of weakness were made strong. Out of weakness. They were weak. All these people that you read about in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, they were not extraordinary people. They were not superheroes. They were not like Batman or Superman or whatever man, Wonder Woman or anything. They were ordinary people like you and I. But what gave them that, that supernatural ability to do mighty feats, great exploits, overcome in life, for which reason their names are found in the gallery of faith, is just because they were made strong by the strength of God. Amazing. They were weak people, just as we are. And so when I look into the world and I see somebody who, through faith, has been able to overcome, sir, I say, I can do that. And so I, I go to the women. One of the key prayers I prayed in my life, my key prayer, was when I read about Hannah. And I looked at her and said, God, Hannah is a woman just like me. As I said to him, I said, Hannah is a woman just like myself. And if Hannah could come and make a covenant with you, I also want to make a covenant with you today in this place, in the midst of my fear, in the midst of my pain, seeing death face to face. I want to make a covenant with you that if I don't die from this cancer and you heal me and I live, I promise to save you with my life. This life, take it. Whatever you want to do with it, God, do with it. Had no idea what I was talking about, but I was desperate to live. I said, I'm too young to die. Who told you there's an age to die? But that's what I felt. I said, no, 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 there's more to my life. But I'm just 21. I can't die in the midst of my years. That's I say, you are not permitted to die. There's so much ahead of you. So much that God has prepared for you. Many lives are attached to your destiny. Oh, I said many lives are attached to your destiny. Two years from now, next month, two weeks from now, you will meet somebody somewhere and it is your word of encouragement. It is your help to that person. That will sustain that person. That destiny was attached to your destiny. You can't afford to give up. Yes. Because we are not living for ourselves. Neither are we living to ourselves. Are you understanding me? They were weak. But then they were made strong. I said, if you give me life, I'll save you. My husband and I and our children. We didn't even have a chicken at that time. We didn't have a child. Newly married. But I promised my children. Whether I was going to have or not. It was only a few weeks after the doctor said to me that you can't have children. And this is what I said. Doctor, I've prayed a prayer to God. And I heard God after I prayed this prayer. And he said to me, not only your children, not only your family, but your family will come and worship me 
and save me by reason of the things I'll do for you and through you. But my word, never let it depart from your mouth. That is what he said to me. I had it two weeks after I said, I made that covenant with him. And so despite the doctor's prognosis and diagnosis and every gnosis, one, two, and between one and two was just 18 months. My doctor in Kolebo said, Hey, One day he sent a message, Bring your football team and let me see them. But that is what God can do. I don't know where you are at today, but I came here this morning with a heart to, to pump some strength into your spirit, to pray that you receive the strength of God, that 2020 will not be a year of impossibility. 2020 will not be a year of defeat in your life. 2020 will not be a year of discouragement. We are entering into 2020 in the strength and the power of our God. Somebody give the Lord a clap of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. They were weak, but they became strong. King of kings and Lord of lords, lover of my soul, Jehovah, one and only God, I am Jesus Christ, the Holy Lamb. You've been listening to Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, General Overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries. We hope you've been blessed. Tune in next week at 6 a.m. for the power and glory of God to be released in your life. Our meeting places are Liberty Sanctuary, opposite Pogas Furniture, Trade Fair, Sundays from 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Wednesday midweek teaching service, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Friday prophetic prayer service, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Monday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., Hour of Prayer Fellowship venue is the M Plaza Hotel, Roman Ridge, Accra. Accra Prayer Place, Ashongman, Sundays 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Akosombo Glory House Tabernacle, Sundays 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Wednesday Fellowship, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Friday Miracle Service, 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Dunamis of the Lord's Garden Ministries. Sunday, 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Venue is the Modern Day Secondary School. Akradi Fellowship. Akradi Community Center. Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. For more information, please call 0244-156-165 or 244 949 731. Follow us on Facebook, The Lord's Garden Ministries. Join us for great worship services. You'll feel the presence of the Holy Spirit as we worship together, prayer, praise, and the Word of God. Come join the celebrated family. Come on, come on,